Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. What's up, folks? Welcome in to Hardwood Handicappers here on this Friday. It is a busy Friday on my end. Got a lot going on. I know Kelly does, too. Just got off the air and headed home to that wonderful picture of the, I don't know, looks like an African savanna sunset behind That's him. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah we I, must I, have talked trees. about this before. <laughs> no, actually, it, I don't, but I've, I've watched enough documentaries to recognize those trees. I cannot tell you what kind of trees those are. But those just uh, those are familiar trees of a you know. I like, can't tell you either. And I took the picture. I took the picture. It's in Zambia. In Zambia. Really, you took yeah. that picture. That's a yeah, good picture. Like Ten years ago. Yeah. Thanks, man. Wow. How about that? I had no idea. I actually just thought it was like a generic. Like you were like, ah, this place needs some stuff. So let me buy this picture frame, <laughs> and let's just keep the picture that came in the frame with it. And got, I got it. it so, so my photography skills look like motel uh, pictures that you get like in a random I mean, that's hotel. Good though, right? Hey, yeah, no, I think it is. Yeah, absolutely. What was the was that the picture that Len Mead? So to bring people behind the scenes, we yes. did a couple of months ago. We did a test show um, of of our own accord, of our own power. And it was like a 45-minute show with graphics and fancy stuff. And our boss, Len Mead's big takeaway was, ah, Kelly, get rid of the thing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a better setup, yeah. <laughs> a better background. <laughs> oh, boy. If Len's listening, we appreciate the time that you took to watch it. Okay. So we got a pretty deep slate. We got a lot to get to when it comes to the association. Um, and no real big takeaways from yesterday. I'll say this. I, Kelly, I'm glad it's you today. Not that I don't like Zach. But you have been witness to some of my rants before. Mm-hmm. And I've got one today, just a, just a minor one. Nice. I like it. And I think you'll agree because you actually got burned by this a little bit earlier in the year. We've talked about this quite a bit, and we know what it's about. It's about injuries. It's about resting. And it's about yeah. how the NBA handles this. And my big gripe is with a team, specifically the Milwaukee Bucks. And Giannis Antetokounmpo ended up playing. However, what it irritates me, and this is not, by the way, I think if you've listened to this podcast, you'll know I've been very consistent on this. So, yes, did I lay through with Milwaukee, who ended up losing that game yesterday and didn't know before I made the bet that Damian Lillard wasn't going to play? Yes, that's, that's all very out there. But Kelly knows that I have felt like this for a very long time. What the Milwaukee Bucks do specifically with their injury reports 
should be punishable and finable. The NBA needs to do something because for on the second leg of a back-to-back, sure. After Giannis only plays, you know, thir- or whatever, 22 minutes because he got ejected. Okay, whatever. You want to list him? That's fine. What they do with their injury reports, though, is ridiculous. For the Milwaukee Bucks, probable is questionable. You can get downgraded at any point. Yep. Doubtful is questionable. <laughs> I, I have not seen, and this goes back to last year, how many times do we see Giannis Antetokounmpo listed as doubtful and end up playing? Yep. It, it's, it, it's mind-boggling to me what Milwaukee does with its injury report. And I will bring this, screw sports betting for a second. And I, so, I, so, I, re- so real quick though, just to, this is, you have, you have noticed specifically with Milwaukee, yes. much, a much bigger difference in what they're, how they're reporting and who actually plays compared to other teams. 100%. Now we have seen it before. I'll give you an example. We have how many times, I think we saw it twice last year, at least to my memory, the Oklahoma City would do it with Shea where he would be listed yes. as out up Shea until like six been. hours before the game, and then all of a sudden upgraded, and then he can play. Yeah, I feel it, like I've been burned by that one a few times. Yeah, Correct. So some of these other teams do it, but Milwaukee is one of the worst offenders at this. Where it's – I'll bring this to, again, not sports betting for a second. So if you're a fan that's looking at the injury report and going, hey, look, I want to go watch him play, probable means that more than likely you're going to get him. But then it's a game-time decision. That's just nonsense, and you can't keep doing this. And it's especially when it comes to, again, I now will bring in sports betting, Kelly, where it's like you are affiliated with multiple books. Multiple books are paying you for data and all these other sort of things, right? You're doing this whole mm-hmm. thing. Yep. You at least have to talk to your teams. If you're not going to really push them on like what the Clippers did with Kawhi Leonard, which is frankly hide an injury for a game in the postseason, and then all of a sudden he's out and he can't play. Okay, If you're not going to do that, at the very least, force these teams to accurately use the qualifiers on the injury report because probable should not be a game time decision. It shouldn't be. And doubtful should not have a higher chance of playing than probable does sometimes. And the Bucks do it all the time. They're not the only team, but they do it all the time. And that's end of my little rant there. I think it's well said. I, I think that, uh, yeah, my, my bigger, just bigger point for everybody out there would be that the a they're they're not the only team. I also would say that don't just don't assume because you see someone as well, I'm trying to think of the situation you gave out. If you see Damian Lillard listed as I'm doubtful, don't jump right away to think that means he's playing. Just this is this is just more in general what JVT has seen over the past couple years with this team. Yeah, that fair. Yeah, it's I just want, it's, I don't want anybody out there being like, "Hey, Giannis is doubtful." I'm betting the crap out of the Bucks. No, but but there is there is a higher probability that he would play. Rather yeah, than yeah, no, and, I, and, I think that part is fair. And by the way, let's let's also point out. You want to call out some other folks too? I want to point something else out really quickly because I was I, I had a brief exchange with Raheem Palmer on Twitter about this as well. The, you, the SGA one's right up there too. I, I'm glad you brought that one up because it is. He has been. The past over the past two seasons, that he's been all over the place with injury reports and whether he goes or not. Oh well, here's the thing now too. Have you seen what Miami has started to do this year? Yeah, I, it's, I feel like that started last year, but they're the Patriots. Everybody's questioning, but here, right? But here, no. But here's the difference. No, they're not doing that. What they, if you notice, go back to like if they get, let's see if they do it again tomorrow when they play. Mm-hmm. They don't list everybody as questionable, Kelly. They list everybody as available. So what ah. you do is. So that what the thinking is, is, hey, they're on the injury report. So at any point, I can shut Jimmy Butler down because he was on the injury report. At any point, I can shut down Bam Adebayo because he's on the injury report. He's listed as available, but he's on there. 
and he's got an injury listed next to his name. Just in case we want to pull him, we have it on notice or on note. Look, they were listed. We can pull him at any time. And like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane. There's no need to list Jimmy Butler toe available. Why do you do that? It's because you want to have that safety net yeah, in case you want to rest him and pull him out of a game. Oh, wait, no, he was listed, guys. I know he said he was available, but he was listed. He could sit at any moment. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's really tough. I, I know that the, us on the sports betting end, especially since we've uh, the books have started to strike deals with, with some of these leagues, we really thought this was something that, that was going to be addressed more. It's a shame that it hasn't. Um, I, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't know how much more, you know, how much more we can do or say about it than that. You know what I mean? I think it's it's something that we finally thought was going to be a little bit more, you know, enforced, watched over, whatever you want. And it just really had we haven't really seen much of a change. And I don't I don't know how you feel, JVT. I, I think it's any sport. If you want to talk to me about this with, you know, with NFL, with NBA, whatever, I don't really think there's really been much of a change at all. Um, and yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame out there for, for a, the, all this population percentage of population that is starting to bet more and more and more. And if you're betting the NBA, like the fact that we have to sit here doing an NBA betting podcast and have to always warn people about these possibilities every single day. I I mean, the, this is much of as much of an NBA injury podcast as, as, as an NBA betting podcast. Right. I I mean, it's the number one thing you got to be aware of when you're betting NBA games. Yep. So with that, we can dive in. I just wanted to get that off my chest because we're we're starting to see this again. It's it's getting to be a little it's frustrating as hell. Nope. And, and look for people out there, like if, um, you know, if you get burnt by it, I like don't I I don't think like, don't quit betting the NBA just because you get burnt by it once or twice. You know, I mean? like we all do. It's going to happen to all of us. Happened to me um, last night. I you know does it will it you know I think does it change maybe some of the timing of when you're going to make bets and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe it does. And that's okay. Just don't be over overreactionary is all I would say. We've all been through it happened. It's happened to me and you each, each this year already. Onward and upward Philadelphia at Detroit. First game on the rotation here opened up with Philly as a seven and a half point favorite total 221. We are now sitting at Philly minus nine with a total of 224 and a half. Very lengthy injury report for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, but still no Boyan Bogdanovich, still no Alec Burks. Joe Harris not playing. Jaden Ivey still out. Isaiah Livers not playing. Amani Morris has been out the whole time too. So a lot of this depth is out. You're still getting the basis of your starting lineup, which is Kate Cunningham, Killian Hayes, Asar Thompson, uh, and um, what are we talking about? Jalen Durant and uh, Isaiah Stewart. So at least those guys are going to be out there. But your depth is is very, very thin. Not really a spot where I would want to come in and back the Detroit Pistons. I, I think Philly is in a point now still undefeated against the spread, by the way. Philly has been awesome against the number. The market's severely underrated them. Uh, and I don't think that there's any reason to come in and, and go against that trend, given how thin the Pistons have looked. Yep, completely agree. I think there's only one side you can look at. Am I rushing to lay nine points uh, tonight on the road uh, in Detroit? No, not really. Um Total wise, it would be under or pass. Um, there are th- this card's actually really excited me, JVT. I do have a few bets tonight, uh, but they are definitely on the back end of this card. <laughs> These first few are a couple clunkers to me. I, I don't know about you, but there's this game. I have got nothing. Nothing I would do with, especially especially you got to stay away from Detroit right yep. now. I would say uh, first road game for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers since 
October 28th. So they have been at home for a while. And actually, this is a home-heavy portion of their schedule. So they just finished up a five-game homestand. They leave for Detroit tonight, Kelly, and then are right back home for two games against Indiana and one more against Boston. So they are going to be comfy and ready to go. Circle October, excuse me, circle November 14th against Indiana as a day in which you might see Joel Embiid get some rest. It's the front end of a back-to-back with Boston on the other side. Good. So that might be something worth looking at here, but... Uh, It's part of a home-heavy schedule for the Philadelphia 76ers. Next up, a game that I have a bet in, Charlotte and Washington. Uh, By the way, I'll note these two as we kind of go along, at least is worth uh, pointing out. Uh, As part of today's write-up up up on the website at vcin.com, we do have the John Von model projections, NBA-wise. So that'll be some fun to kind of test this and keep an eye on it as we go throughout the uh, season. The projection for Philadelphia and Detroit has the 76ers by 7.1 7.1 points. So to your point, uh, maybe the market kind of getting up a little bit up there, but yeah. a projected seven point win for the Philadelphia 76ers. All right. Next up, as I mentioned, Charlotte and Washington. Uh, I bet this thing over Kelly. So we're at uh, with the markets actually come down. It opened up 241 and a half. We're down to 239 and a half. I went over 239 and a half here. And as I wrote about today, look, you have the team that is 30th in non-garbage time defensive efficiency in Washington versus the team that is 28th in non-garbage time defensive efficiency. Wizards lead the NBA in pace. The Hornets three spots back at fourth. Charlotte leads the league in points per 100 missed attempts, according to Cleaning the Glass at 27.9. Washington allows the sixth most points per 100 missed attempts. On the other end, Wizards add the eighth most points per 100 plays in transition. Hornets allow the fifth most. You see where I'm going with this. Everything that one guy, one team does well, the other team does poorly defensively. It's going to be a fast-paced game. We have had, Kelly, four games this season with a total of 240 or higher. All four of them have gone over the total. Uh, I, I don't wow. see why not. You know, I don't see why we're looking at these teams who have screamed, this is who we are and why I would ever want to bet this thing under. Yeah, this is uh, – yeah, I think I brought this up on the pod before, but there, there are – uh, so many NBA games throughout a year, so many NBA betting opportunities for us throughout the year. When I see a matchup like this, when these two teams just played each other, it's an easy scratch off for me. It's just one that I'm not saying that's the right way to approach it, a wrong way to approach it. Just for me personally, I do that. I, it's, I get too tripped up mentally when I try to break down these games and think if there's anything they could pull away from the game that they just played, uh, you know, against each other. And when I start thinking that way, I start thinking, playoff wise and and think whatever team lost is probably going to make more adjustments and you know we're gonna they they got a chance to look at each other so I'm gonna err on an under more than over usually but with this these two teams everything you just said I don't know how you could possibly bet an under Uh, I think that's probably why this number is coming down just a little bit but but I'm with you I it would be over here or nothing but nothing for me here tonight yeah, I think that's exactly what I thought. I was like, all right, they're they're playing the familiarity angle. Like, yeah. hey, they just played each other. So there's got to be something there where they're not going to be able to be as efficient. But uh, when you're two of the worst defenses in the uh, NBA, I don't know how much familiarity is really going to help you out. It's that and it's, it's well, okay, cool. Like you saw what they're going to do. What, what do you what do you have defensively that's going to stop right. that, right? <laughs> like That's both these teams. Like the, you might have figured it out, but you don't have the pieces to answer it with. Absolutely. There's no there's no defensive stopper. Charlotte's whole defense is funnel it into Mark Williams and hope he can contest and block some shots. And there's not really much there. This is just going to be an up and down affair back and forth. I will say something to note. I'm very interested. This is an in-season tournament game because these are on Fridays. Yep. I haven't gone back to look at Friday. So this is just a, hey, write this down, go back and look and see what this is like. But last Friday, we had a lot of close games. Is there a chance that we're actually getting the competitive nature the NBA wants? 
but everybody's so quick to poo-poo on the whole thing that they're not realizing that Friday was like actually kind of competitive last day. Just just something to monitor today too. You know okay, what so, I mean? So two things, right? For, first, not every one of these games, right? Friday and Tuesday are in in our tur- tournament games. Even though I kind of wish they would just do that. I, th- I think they're not uh, not they're not like just all blanketed tournament tournament games. Um, correct me if I'm wrong there, but um, you so are wrong. All every, of them today every, are. Every game today is part of group play in the NBA in-season tournament. Maybe it's Tuesdays they're doing that? Maybe it's Tuesdays they're doing yeah, that. Yeah, so that's what I thought. They were supposed to do them on Tuesdays, and uh, that was the case. But this coming Tuesday, every single game is a group play game. So they're not. I don't know why I heard. I feel like yeah. I heard that from before the season started, and now now they're so they're 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 setting the two days aside. It should be Tuesdays and Fridays. Those are yeah. going to be group okay. plays in season tournament. Every I like single that. Time. Yeah. I like that. Then, um, yes, to your point of yeah, yeah, tight games, or should we be thinking about that tonight with spreads? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think we. I don't think we want to make the same mistake, though, as the people that we're calling out of. I don't want to jump to conclusions after one. Oh, minute. yeah. No, this is just, hey, write it down and just see what's going to happen. Mm, like, yep, it totally. was like a passing observation of, I think they were kind of competitive on Friday. And uh, let's just let's yep. just keep an eye on this. No, we all had that like. thought. Completely agree. Yep. And uh, let's see. Going back to. I, I do think I was having a conversation with a friend earlier. Uh, earlier. What was that? No, yesterday, not earlier today. Uh, it was yesterday about some of these games, too, where I, I do think you're getting to the point of for these teams that have maybe already banked a win and got another another uh, in-season tournament game tonight, start thinking about, you know, betting some. If you're betting a game tonight, let's say, for a team to move 2-0 and in their group, consider adding a to win the group future as well. Yeah. Well, what's interesting, too, is we still have teams that haven't played an in-season tournament right. team yet. Yes. Like, so that's going to be pretty interesting as well. When you're looking at it from that perspective, like which I believe is like, Houston's a team, right? I don't yeah. think they've they've played one yet. How about our our, uh, our Orlando Magic? They haven't played one yet either. So you know things like that. Wow. It's okay. it's something to monitor too. By the way, um, the widest margin of victory on the first day of in season tournament play was nine points. The rest yeah. of them were seven points or fewer. So they were a competitive uh, bunch of games. Again, might just be a coincidence that that all happened on one day, or maybe these teams care. Brooklyn and Boston. Next up. Opened up 10.5 of the total of 224.5. We're up to 11.5 of the total of 227.5. I believe that the move to the over here is more about Boston as it kind of coincided, right, with the spread moving as well. So I actually did bet this game too, Kelly. I bet Brooklyn's team total under. Uh, 108.5 was the number that I got. The thinking and the logic here, it's twofold. First off, Cam Thomas is out. Um, He is their leading scorer. He is their leading shot taker. It is a very big blow for a team that when he is not on the floor, has an offensive rating of one of what I think it's a 112.1, a very average. The market did agree with me, at least in that regard, because their team total is now 107 and a half. So it has come down by a point. And I think when you look at it, Boston now back at home after a three game trip, kind of ready to go. Their defense has been consistently good. It's been their offense has been a problem. I'm not sure how the offense will operate, but I trust that this defense is going to operate at a high level and be able to shut down a team that doesn't have its best shot creator out there on the floor. So give me Boston, or excuse me, Brooklyn's team total under 108.5. Again, it's at 107.5. As long as you're not laying at a price of 107.5, I, I still think that's playable as well. Yeah, just a few other injury notes from this game. Simmons out, Claxton out, continues yep. to be out. Um, and then Cameron Johnson does look like he will play tonight for the yes. Nets. Uh, Al Horford out then for the Boston side. Um, yeah, I don't uh, disagree with your play. I, and, and actually, the maybe just an under in general, but th- this number already feels a little low. It feels like it's kind of been adjusted because of the offensive struggles by uh, from Boston, right? But man, that last game was it, it was rough watching with Tatum and Brown. Man, it's it's I, 
I mean, when it, I knew, I knew Porzingis was going to be, or I thought Porzingis was going to be a great offensive addition for this team. But man, when it, it, I didn't think we'd get to the point this early in the season of, all right, give Chris Tapps the ball, everybody else clear out, like get to the quarters. Like that was, that was kind of rough to watch the other night. Yeah, it was. And also, I mean, uh, to the point of Boston, just like, again, one of these like real quick observations just to keep an eye on and circle. Boston is two, two and three against the number, according to Stat Fox. So that's they're like, as I've said, they're kind of accurately rated like they've just been floating around that number for a while now, like right where the market's got a per- kind of perfectly pegged. But the offense did really look great. And the road trip wasn't awesome for them. And I just want to throw that out as maybe Boston is approaching somewhat overvalued territory. And, and I got to tell you, I, I got that 76ers 25 to one ticket to win the NBA finals. We're early, but man, the 76ers Ooh, look good. really good. <laughs> and they're like, it, the, the advantage for them too, is like I said, in the middle of this homestand, they're getting two against Boston and they're rested and ready to go in each one of them. So can't wait to see, but Boston just, I don't want to say struggling because they're, you know, leading the league in defense and they're up there, whatever, but just something to circle as a team that may be a little overvalued by the betting market. So. I would agree. By the way, also, too, by the way, we have Kelly. Did you know we have two teams that are that have um, not yet failed to cover an O in the loss column against the spread? I mentioned Philly is one of them. Do you know who the other is? Oof. Uh, Brooklyn, right? Yes, baby. Brooklyn Nets. Well, I knew they I knew they were undefeated on that side. I didn't know if they still were. So okay. All Seven right. O and one against the spread by the closing number. So good for the Brooklyn Nets. I, I mean, hey, I'll just I'm just I'm not saying I'm touching this at all. I'm just gonna repeat a couple things that we just said. You you just said they still haven't lost a game against the spread and and what did we talk about in-season tournament games being close? I'm not gonna say that means anything, but that's yeah. twelve and a half points you can grab right now. And uh for what it's worth, John Von Model, a projected 15.7 point win for the Boston Celtics. So um, really likes Boston here, especially with all <laughs> those injuries. Light, then. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, so if we believe <laughs> in the model. home court, it's like 17. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, if we believe in the model, then that would be a play on the Boston Celtics because that's quite the edge of about uh, four points or so. All right, Minnesota-San Antonio, Timberwolves, six-and-a-half-point favorite right now with a total of 225-and-a-half. No real move off the opening numbers. Uh, a point to the side. They opened as five-and-a-half-point favorites. Total down a half point from 226 to 225-and-a-half. Uh, didn't really have anything here. Model projection for this. Kelly had Minnesota by 7.2 points, so it's right in line with the betting market. Um, I'll say this. I think if you're looking at it, Minnesota defensively, I, what I'm really interested in is Victor Wembanyama versus that front court. Like, I, I want to watch this to see what that's going to be because – one of the things that I wanted to mess with was actually betting Wembanyama um, under rebounds, but I ultimately scratched it off. But I, I think like I when you're it. dueling with Carl Anthony Towns and, and Rudy Gobert, you're going to get boxed out quite a bit. Zach yeah. Collins is not a true big either. So I think Minnesota is in for like a game where they can just dominate the glass, but I can't wait to see how Wembanyama handles a front court like this. Cause he hasn't really faced one like this yet. All right. Take a, take a walk down narrative street with me here for a second. Jamie. All right, here we go. We get the, uh, we get the young Frenchman uh, with Victor Wembanyama going up against the established NBA veteran Rudy Gobert that nobody really, I mean, well, I don't say, nobody really talks about all that much anymore outside of those uh, number one seeds in the in the Minnesota, or in the uh, Utah days, it feels like. So, uh, yeah, do I think that Rudy Gobert, who sometimes we question his effort, is going to be coming into this game looking to make a statement on the young kid? Yeah, the, the fellow Frenchman, the, the fellow Frenchman. Yes. Like, I think that is that is something that I'm reading into a little bit tonight in the NBA. Plus, 
on top of everything you just said, right? If you're already going to have a massive advantage on the glass and how easily it's going to be for him to be able to shove around Collins and Wembenyama, you've got you've got a perplexed look on your face. Kelly, I don't know. Rudy Gobert is not one to play with emotion or get his, <laughs> let his emotions get ahead, get a hold of him. I, I've never really seen this from Rudy Gobert before. Exactly. So, he, yes, I think there's something to that. Plus, all right, now I'm just go. No, let's go a little bit more serious basketball here. Timberwolves have been one of, if not the most impressive teams to start this season. I mean, it's them in Philadelphia, probably right at the top. Uh, when we talk teams that have, have impressed me so far, you're just talking basic differential and efficiency, right? Let's go over to, to cleaning the glass. This is over 21 points uh, in net rating difference between these two teams uh, with, with what the Spurs roll in here and with what Minnesota does. Another website I like to use, I think you do too, dunks and threes, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of adjusted efficiency numbers for but based off of strength of schedule. Um, yeah, it's 11 points over there. It's a little bit less. Still, I caught this at five and a half uh, on the opener. I thought this was going to be more towards seven where we're kind of seeing it at now. Uh, I like the Timberwolves. I like this matchup for them. I like what they've been doing recently. I know this has been one of the hottest teams in the NBA. You're going on the road. I don't love to play a lot of road favorites, especially on Friday nights, uh, you know, here, here early in the season. But Man, I this one this one I jumped on. I like it a lot, JVT. This is this is a this is a two unit play for me tonight. Laying the five and a half with the Timberwolves. Uh, I laid the five and a half. I did a little same game parlay as well, build, building off some Go Bear uh, over Go Bear rebounds. I played over um, uh, over Ant Man's points and then laid the uh, laid an alternate spread with the Timberwolves as well for a nice little payout. So uh, I'm on the Wolves tonight. I like their I like their chances to beat up on the Spurs. Uh, by the way, did you notice that uh, NBA.com released their MVP, their first MVP ladder or look or whatever? Our boy, Anthony Edwards, seventh on the list. Okay. All oh, right. There, All there's right. some noise there. Some noise there. I still haven't bet it, though. I, I, I have to be transparent. I haven't bet it. Do it. Come I haven't on. bet it. You know why? Because there's this there's this one guy. When I think of the MVP market real quick, I think there's two guys he's still got to knock off at the top, Jokic and Embiid. I think that's going to be true. I think it's going to be true throughout the course of the season. So you're kind of – rooting for injury. But then I start to think about I start to think about the others that I would bet. The problem is JVT is I still would bet Shea Gilgis Alexander before I would bet Anthony Edwards. And I think that is that's probably controversial with how Ant-Man has started because I know there's a lot of love for him, but I I just I don't know if I see when in OKC when Shea's just still the guy and the only guy sort of. I guess you're going to have Chet coming on a little bit here, but he's still kind of the only guy. I think it's so much easier for him to fill up the stat sheet. Blasphemy. Anthony I Edwards. I still lo- I love Anthony Edwards. I love him, too. All right, next up, we're seeing the screen light up really quickly here. Utah-Memphis. Memphis is up to a five-point favorite, total of 229.5. So unless some new injury news was added out there, we know that Walker Kessler is not going to play. Um, and the only injury of note for the Memphis Grizzlies, there's two of them, it was John Conchar Jake, uh, and uh, Zaire Williams. But I don't think if either of those two are listed as in, because they're both questionable, it would move this line to this point. Uh, we did see this open four and a half. So maybe just some support coming in all at once and the market's adjusting here uh, in the total down to 229 and a half. But are we here with Memphis? Because look, this is a matchup of two teams that I think are not very good. Yeah. Memphis is two and six against the spread. Utah is three, five and one. They're away from home as well. And they don't have Walker Kessler. I don't want to bet this game, but I don't want to lay five and ask the Grizzlies to win by margin, even without uh, even against Utah without Walker Kessler out there. Yeah, this is um look, Memphis has played has played bad. They they they've had a tough schedule too. I'm not I'm not gonna say they haven't, but this was 
right away, I kind of, I think I just did the same thing you did where I'm like, are we really talking about this Memphis team laying five, five and a half points against like anybody right, right. now? Um, I Jay, th- Simple question for our audience. Do you think Memphis currently constructed rates better on a neutral than Utah? Because I would say no. I still think they're equals. So that would lead you to think that taking five is the way to go. Well, we can leave it right there. That, that, that's yes. That's as simple as, as I could put it as well. I think you're getting at least a, at least a point or two, but you know, at least a couple points here. I think you're getting, you're getting of a spread value. I just, I can't get on the Utah side I, and I'll be completely transparent. We watch a lot of NBA uh, through the season. This Utah team, I haven't seen nearly as much of as a lot of the other teams. So I, I think they're a team I need, need to see some more of before I get involved betting on or against them yeah. as well. I've seen a little bit. I, there was a stretch where I bet their games consecutively. I bet on Orlando, and then I bet on them. Or no, I bet them against Memphis, actually. So this is a rematch because Memphis went out there and got their tails kicked. Uh, and then I came back the next day and bet Orlando. It was the second leg of a back-to-back or whatever it was. Um, so I've watched a little bit of Utah, and they're exactly what I kind of thought. You know, High variance, a lot of shooting, not good on defense. And certain teams can take advantage of that, especially good defensive teams can run you off the line. But uh, Memphis is not a good defensive team and not really a good offensive team either. All right, let's take a break. Come back, wrap up the slate before we get out of here on Hardwood Handicappers. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Kelly, next on the board, New Orleans and Houston. Houston, a one-and-a-half-point favorite, total of 219-and-a-half. i got to get better at, at rattling these off, too, because um, we did talk about a couple of games Utah at Memphis. How about this? Because we were just talking about this. We're going to get to Houston and New Orleans in a second. The model, so it, the model is based on one metric. It's box plus minus. So certain guys test better in box plus minus, so they're going to be worth a little bit more. So it's going to be somewhat flawed. Model had actually a projected eight point win for the Memphis Grizzlies today. So that's how <laughs> it's how lowly it thinks of Utah at this point. So well, um, we'll respect the model a lot then here today. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> That would be as we as I just said personally, I would take five. Um, model saying lay five. So we'll be seeing if that's gonna be the case. 
Um, New Orleans and Houston, JVM, a projected, how about this? Now, this is with Zion Williamson in, because Zion Williamson is officially questionable unless he's been ruled out that I don't uh, know. No, no, he's, he's in. He's, he's playing. Okay, he's in. Yep, okay. So the only thing that we uh, that worry is um, Herb Jones. But uh, with Zion Williamson in there, with Brandon Ingram and O.C.J. McCollum, according to the market, or excuse me, according to the model, uh, a projected 7.5-point win by the Pelicans here against Houston. So yeah. it's it's uh it's got the Pelican circled and given that smile I think you do too. I haven't bet it yet JVT but this is okay this is maybe the greatest example that I've come across so far this season and and this is there's only so long that you you need a certain amount of games to be played and then there's only so long you could really actually do this with but man just go back and look at what the the difference in these two schedules. I I mean like I know we've We've gotten on the Pelicans here at times, and I think fairly, because I, as long as Zion's on the court, I expect them to be a good team. Yes, losing McCollum, of course it hurts, but I, I think they're still a, a, a above-average team, at least, with, as long as Zion's on the court. So look at, if you look at what these teams played so far this regular season, you're talking about the Pelicans. Okay, yeah, they got to win over the Grizzlies to start. It, then it was Knicks, Warriors, Thunders, Pistons, Hawks, Nuggets, Timberwolves. Like, that is a brutal start to your schedule. Okay. Meanwhile, for the Rockets, it's been Magic, Spurs, Warriors, Warriors, Hornets, Kings, Kings, and Lakers. And Kings, like, by this, the way, Kings without De'Aaron Fox in both of those games. Without De'Aaron Fox. So, like, this is a – I haven't gotten there to a bet yet. I know a lot of – everybody's really excited about what Houston's doing. I am, too. I think that this number, though, might be a little off. I really think I think it should probably be a pick 'em. We're on the other side a little bit to the New Orleans side. I think out of principle, I'm going to have to put in a bet on this tonight because this number is just kind of shocking to me. Once I started go, going through that schedule comparison, uh, just in my own mind and what I really thought these teams have looked like so far. So I think I, I am going to bet. I'll just I am I'm going to bet the Pelicans. Yep. This isn't going to be a big bet for me tonight, but I am going to bet, bet the Pelicans here. I think this number is just a little off still with Zion. Also worth pointing out, um, Alperin Shengun is questionable. Amen Thompson yeah. is not playing. So there's some injuries to note for Houston. And um, just want to throw out there for the sake of honesty um, that our guy Cam Whitmore was assigned to the G League. If you did not know that, Kelly. So No, I, I did not. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, man. Looking well, good on 100 to 1, huh? All right, let's move the, on. Uh, well, real quick, I'm glad you brought up the kind of the reason I've been holding off. I didn't put a bet in right before we start the pod because I caught the Shangoon questionable tag. Yeah. And that is, uh, it's definitely a bet of Shangoon's out. Yeah, that kid has been good. I mean, he was mm-hmm. great end of last year, but man, he's been great already this year. Um, they, Houston doesn't have him in. I, I really, I, I do like this New Orleans side. Starting to see the market come down on Dallas. That's because of injuries. Uh, Derek Lively is questionable to play. Actually, I think the official designation might be doubtful. No, he's questionable. Maxi Kleba is doubtful. So Mavericks will have their big two out there, but questionable front court players. The Los Angeles Clippers at full strength. So this will be interesting because the Clippers have not won a game since James Harden's gone over there. Curse of the beard. Dallas, a one-point favorite, total of 237. Uh, projection, if uh, everything's equal. Uh, Mavericks by 1.7 points, according to my model. So uh, right in line again with the betting market. Um, so again, kind of like with the model process too. It's not a, for those who are listening, I'm not betting these. This is more of the experiment of, hey, let's build a model and see how accurate yeah. it can be. So, uh, so far the model is somewhat uh, accurate in terms of at least projecting what the market's going to look like here. As far as the game is concerned, Actually, Kelly. Good go point, JVT. Do you have the, do you have the first episode that, that were or first explanation that you ever did for your NFL model posted anywhere? Because if we ever uh, yeah, mentioned the it's, model, it's probably up on the website. It's yeah. 
Okay, if we ever mention the model, yeah, people should go check that out. What JVT did, he's just trying to build his own models with, with NFL, NBA, and this is, uh, you know, much like the NFL has been for you, no it's going to be a growth process, process no throughout. Social media is telling you that I think I'm legitimately good at this, <laughs> and I'm a modeler now, so... This is exactly what this is. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up because, yes, it is something that you you and we are going to be building throughout the season and tracking right. and stuff. So this is whenever hey. JVT mentions it, they just keep that in mind. It's something that's continuing to continue educating ourselves. You ask anybody who's built a model, part of it is testing it. What I'm doing is testing it in the open. Yep. And I'm letting you – I am taking my lumps for you. There you go. For you, listener. Uh, all right. So model has this as a 1.7-point win for Dallas. That is with Derek Lively in. Uh, if he doesn't go, then I have him projected to be worth about, let's see. I don't think he's actually worth anything, but let's double check here. Let's see. Like, what are you laughing? Uh, yeah, like point, uh, point six points. Uh, let's see. <laughs> that sounds about right. This is, this is actually Maybe the cool a half part point of, I'll give him these days. This is actually the cool part about this is I could just like type in, you know, yeah. names and just be like, oh, okay, yeah, here you go. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's been, he's been great. I actually think he's yeah. going to be an important player for them going forward. Uh, 0.05. Just wanted to make sure. Um, so yeah, nothing here. Clippers just need to figure some stuff out on offense. It, it, they're still testing things out. I still think Terrence Mann should be part of the starting lineup, but that's just me. So we'll see if the Clippers actually acquiesce there, but had no place here whatsoever. Just a watch for me. Yeah, this is a this is a tough one because my brain says stay away. My heart, after watching your damn Clippers the other night, says bet bet the hell out of the Mavericks because this team. This team just feels like it feels like they're waiting to get home for a home stretch, get some practices together with Harden and actually figure out how all this stuff's going to work. And in the meantime, they're just playing playground basketball and everybody's taking turn jacking up shots. It's just it was so gross watching the other night in Brooklyn. Um, I It's a stay away for me, but it, it would be lean Dallas side if I, you know people are people really want to go out and bet this game. Tonight. It would be lean Dallas for me. All right. Uh, simply put here, uh, I'm just going to go back to the well. Wednesday took seven and a half with the Portland Trailblazers. They got to overtime against Sacramento, ended up covering, losing by three. I'm just going against them again here. Laid one and a half with Oklahoma City. Uh, like, I'm surprised again. And on Wednesday, the market moved towards Sacramento. Again, same, similar situation. Only moved by about a half point to a point. But it, it was definitely trying to buy low on the Kings. I just don't buy it. They're not very good without De'Aaron Fox. And now it's with Portland. You got pushed by Portland. Now you get Shea Gilders-Alexander in. The only real defensive option is probably either Harrison Barnes or Davian Mitchell. Um, so maybe you put that on there. Still gives away some size to Davian Mitchell, and Harrison Barnes is not the defender he once was. I think Oklahoma City's in a good position here again. I'm just going to continue to play against the Sacramento Kings. According to the model, uh, De'Aaron Fox only worth just under two points. So we'll see if that's, you know, I would say probably worth a little bit more. Well, I think he's worth more than that, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, right. Again, the flaw with the model maybe not weighing enough. Box plus minus is a flawed statistic, so that's what it's based on. Either way, though, I think you're nodding your head in agreement. I laid this one and a half with the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I think I said it yesterday on the pod, but we're off the pod too, guys. But I was like, I don't know what number they can post on this game for me not to play Oklahoma City. Uh, I was a little shocked when I saw two and a half. I'll, I'll be honest, JT. I bet it then. So you're getting a better number now than I got. Two, two, like you said, it's come back to Sacramento side i was shocked when i saw that too um so the fact that this is that you could lay just one and a half in places right now uh absolutely i i am with you right there it's a, it's this is another two unit bet for me tonight a couple of these games i really liked and i, I think the thunder are going to be a problem for that sacramento side tonight. And, and to your point about like the value of De'Aaron fox I, I think he's worth a little bit more 
Um, model projection actually has this without De'Aaron Fox by 4.2 points. So, yeah. like, yeah, like I, I think that this, I, I expected that. And, and mm-hmm. then for the fact that this came back down to one and a half, and all we're saying now essentially is Thunder win. And right. I, I think they can do that against the Sacramento Kings that De'Aaron Fox even on the road. Last but not least, Los Angeles Lakers and the Phoenix Suns were sitting at three and a half across the board with a total of 225 and a half. Injury report, of course, very important here. Anthony Davis is questionable, as is Jackson Hayes. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is out, as is Gabe Vincent. So this is a a team that is pretty thin by injury. Uh, Devin Booker's out. I thought the rumor was that maybe he was going to come back for this game. They're going to have the big three, but not the case. Bradley Beal listed as probable. We did our rant already about that, so just keep an eye on on Beal. Maybe he could pop up and and not go. Uh, According to John Von Model Kelly, Let's see. Projected win right now is Suns by 1.3 points, but that is with Anthony Davis in the starting lineup. Uh, model has him worth and about... And Devin Booker or no? Uh, no, Devin Booker. No, just just Bradley Beal. So according to the model, the two key guys here that we're watching, um, Anthony Davis is worth 3.9 points to the projected spread. If he does not play, then according to the model, you subtract four from this or add four to the projection, which would be about 5.1 points uh, for the Suns. And Bradley Beal is worth about 1.1 points to the spread. So... Just keeping that in mind. Either way, too much noise here. Not worth playing. Yep. This will be my uh, my daily annoying thing. It is 11.20 a.m. here on the uh, on the West Coast. We have no idea if Anthony Davis is playing or not. I cannot possibly uh, suggest anything on this game. Yeah. It's right. just some of these teams, that's going to be a lot of what we get, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. and, and frankly, I wouldn't. If I, you're looking to bet this game tonight, that's fine. Wait till game time. You've got to know what's going on injury-wise, especially with someone like Anthony Davis. He's way too good, worth way too much uh, to a point spread. you got to that's know what's right. going on with him. All right. Well, with that, uh, I will be watching these games tonight out at Circa. So if you're in the area, if you're listening to this, you want to swing by and say, what's up? Uh, I will be out there with some libations uh, hanging out. I've tried to convince Kelly to come as well. So hopefully he does show up. Although... It's like asking Kelly to hang out at work, which is pretty much it. Um, it is. <laughs> it's a great spot. It's always, and as I always say, too, the, the trick is, you know, you hang around Circa, and then it's like, oh, hey, Derek's here. What's going on, Derek? How have you, <laughs> you, know, you been? Just got to rub elbows with the elite, you know? It's, yeah, it's the whole point. True. I got to work my true. way up. Just in case Vison fires me, I can get a job like Aaron Oster. Uh, uh, not yeah, saying that Oster got fired. I don't, that sounded terrible. I don't. <laughs> I didn't even catch that at first. That's, that definitely sounded like that's what I was implying. That was not the case. Um, all right. So before I, I don't know, do more Can anybody damage, else yeah. in trouble? Please uh, like, like, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, check out the pod over on, of course, wherever you get your podcasts and uh, the model stuff, all the work. Uh, I've had a busy couple of days, so I really do hope some of you will check, check it out up at vcin.com slash JVT. Kelly, of course, has busy couple of days too, but you check that out over on the numbers game and more and long shots too. So check everything out we have to offer up on the website at vcin.com. And remember, we got a special all the way up to May 1st. Everything we do for 120 bucks, very much worth it. Till then, we will talk to you on Monday here on Hardwood Handicappers. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 